We better get used to that sound this year, hey, Carl? So good. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of uh, drowning our sorrows, it seems, this year. In the 2022 NFL season, if you are a Seattle Seahawks fan, <clears throat> and if you don't believe me, we just lost to the Falcons. I would, I would put the Falcons probably bottom four teams in the league currently. I think it's very safe. I don't even know who Mariota is, so... Marcus Mariota, he played for the Tennessee Titans for a year or two. Uh, I think the Titans. So he's older. He's been around. He, If I was to guess Mariota's age, I would say he was a rookie in 2017. Okay. So he's probably like 27. Um, needless to say, it did not pan out at his first team, and he got traded quickly. There's just so many. I mean, like, the NFL's crazy. And it was actually a really, really fun week to watch. Um, there were a lot of good team. Who you would think is a really good team who lost this week, mm-hmm. which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. But the Seahawks, man. <clears throat> Should we start with the Seahawks first? And yeah, this could be a quick get through that quick Seahawks yeah. one. I mean, there's just so many things that are going wrong. So... I'm going to ask you, I'm going to start with this, because yeah. this is not a winning formula. Nope. How many points do you think we have in the first three games in the second half? Oh, my God. It's horrible. If you told me zero, I would not be surprised. Maybe seven? We have three points. Three points, yeah. So we scored zero week one against the Broncos, zero last week, and then three cool. this week. Right. What the hell is going on? Yeah, it's strange that the first half and the second half are so different offensively. Like this week, they scored what 20? 20 in the first half. Yeah. Uh, they scored 17 in the first half in week one. And the second half is, I don't know. Do you think teams are adjusting at halftime and just the Seahawks are just doing the same shit over and over? No, I think it's the Seahawks' fault. Yeah. Um, I just think it's like typical Pete Carroll offenses that like they're playing so conservatively, mm-hmm. they're playing trying not to lose football games. And that's not how you win. No. Like, a good example is in the, I think it was in the late in the third quarter, they were fourth and two from the seven-yard line, and they're kicking a field goal. And that essentially is the difference of the win and the loss, right? hmm Because I think the, uh, uh, who do we play? The Falcons got the ball back right away and scored a touchdown to go up 27-23 at that point. <clears throat> but in the first half, they had a, a similar situation of fourth and one, fourth and two, on like the 40. Yeah. And they went for it and got it. Yeah, I don't know. So I, why in the second half are they playing so much more conservative? So much more conservative, eh? You, yeah, I don't know. Because it's, it's apparent to everyone in the league, like we're not surprising anyone right now, yeah. that the offense is not a good offense, right? No, no. We're not a team that's going to, we're not, capable of putting up 40 points in a, in a football game so like when you have chances like that why not try to score points that's a, you gotta go for it you have so many fucking superstars you got amazing wide receivers right the tight end court group is, is pretty pretty solid and it's just weird running plays that lead to nowhere you're having gino kind of you're forcing him to create from his feet or just look and gino doesn't do that gino plays safe He'll hit, you know, he'll run the whatever, the safe play. He'll make that. But once you force him to do things and create things, it's trouble. 
I learned that Gino can't throw the ball downfield this week, too. No, man. No. Anything over 15 yards is really, really a struggle. And so I think that's why his, his completion percentage has been so high in the first three games. They're all six-yard passes. Exactly. Everything yeah. is a check down. Yeah. But, man, like, let's play to a strength then. Let's go two tight end sets and let's just fucking keep going, right? We, we're not get, using our tight ends enough. And we have, like, Noah Fan that we picked up. Good young guy. I, th- I, I don't know. If, it's so weird. The wide receivers are running long routes, so they're down the field. And then Gino doesn't have enough time to hit them. And then there's nothing really happening in the short field. For some reason, like, they come into every game, and the thing Pete Carroll says is, like, establish the run, establish the run. We're a running team. We want to establish the run game. I don't understand why that is, like, the focus of every single... Yes, having a, like, having a solid running game is very, very important to Mm -hmm. open up things in the pass game. But, like, why is that the only thing they're focused on. I don't understand. And when like the, the running game doesn't get going, it's over. You're just playing off your back foot the entire rest of the game. But the first quarter... It, yeah. It, like Penny looked pretty good. I think his first three carries were over 10 yards. Yeah. <clears throat> and so he, on the first series, he had 35 yards in those first three carries, mm-hmm. and he finished the game with 66 yards. Mm-hmm. So for the next, what, 58 minutes, yeah. he had 31 yards. And what changed? I don't know, man. I don't think it's other teams doing di- different things. No. It's <clears> I just Falcons. think it's... Yeah, I just think it's really, really conservative. It's really frustrating to watch offensively, to be honest. Dude, you got to let Gino go for it, man. And if he doesn't work out, then you have a young quarterback, right, that you can put in. You got to try something. If you can't beat the Falcons, man, that's... I don't understand, like, do you think the Seahawks camp literally, legitimately thinks they have a chance of making the playoffs? No, there's no way. So what the fuck are we being conservative for, So safe. Why? Why not try to win a couple games? Like, they, that was a game that almost is embarrassing to lose to a team that is a bottom four team in the league. Yeah. And maybe Seattle's a bottom four, four or five team in the league too. Like losing that game mm-hmm. puts you down there. But like if you win that game, if you find a way to win, you play a little more aggressive in the second half and score more than three points, then we're going into New York Jets at two and one. Which is huge for us. I was thinking that at halftime, like if you told me the Seahawks had a chance at being three and one to start this season. I would have laughed at you, right? I would yeah. have bet a lot of money against that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's not going to happen because we lost to the Atlanta Falcons. But like, this is a dream start to the season for a team that sucks at football. Right? Correct. Yeah. Dream. Dream. Yeah. That week one could have like springboarded us to like a couple of wins. Totally. Sure. Yeah. And last week they got shit pumped by a better 49ers team. It is what it is. But then we played literally two of the shittiest teams in the league back-to-back, and you could be 3-1 and one going into, I don't know who we have next. We have, like, Carolina or something right after that, and they're a mediocre team too, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing special. Yeah, the Seahawks are going to regret giving this one up. But like, like you said, like at the beginning, our offense looked okay, but our defense, man... We the can't defense cover. is atrocious, man. We can't cover. Our mm. linebackers cannot cover at all either. 
Watching them guard Kyle Pitts was kind of funny. Watch him run around like that. And then we can't stop the run to the outside either. I don't think the defense did anything good this week. No. And the corners... What's his name? Uh, Ter- Talik Woolen? Ter- New one? Woolen. 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 Uh, Tariq. Tariq Woolen. He's a young guy that they picked early in the draft that is supposed to... Who has a phenomenal body. Honestly, he kind of reminds me of Trey Flowers. Because he's like a bigger corner, skinny, super athletic. But he's like 6'2 or 6'3. But on the other side, man, we got this guy named Michael Jackson. And I'm aggressively watching the corner position just because of how bad the secondary is right now. Mm -hmm. And he was not in a good position for 60 minutes. Yeah, He's never in a good position. He's always, he always gets beat and he's chasing a guy down and he has never once looked back at the football in three games. And I just don't understand why is there no other options? There's got to be people who know how to play corner. Because this guy clearly does not know how to play corner. Mm -hmm. It's so frustrating watching the secondary right now, man. It's so frustrating. Quandre Diggs is on a friggin' desert island by himself out there. So whatever he wants. He just, like, he just has no help. He's trying to cover six guys at once, and it just doesn't make... Not the way you can win a football game. But, like, we can't even stop the run either. I think Cordero Patterson had, like, a 40-something yard run, and then the very next play, he, he goes off for 18. That was in the second half, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, yeah. The first half, they played okay, stopping the run. I think most of their yards yeah. came in uh, in the first half, at least, on uh, in the passing game. Yeah. Mariota had all his fucking yards in the first quarter, I think. Some of these notes I wrote down are just hilarious. Jackson. Needs, need, we need to get rid of that guy. Yeah. Kobe. Uh, Sidney Jones yeah. has been injured for a couple weeks. Yeah. So maybe if he comes okay. back, might that change something. Helps a little bit. But what do you think of Kobe Bryant this week? He's just he's just another fill-in guy. Like he's not a starting uh DB in any other team as a decent decent yeah. defense. Yeah. One of the things, man, like so you know that I disagree with some things that commentators say. But <laughs> some things. One of the commentators, so Kobe Bryant came up and I think he blitzed on one play and hit the running back for a loss of two yards or something like that. He came untouched. Mm-hmm. And the commentator says, Kobe Bryant is a physical player. And in my head, I'm thinking, he's one of the worst tacklers on our team. Yeah. <laughs> and quick to forget, but, man. Totally. It's just like, what happened this play? Yeah, okay, this yeah, guy yeah. hit this guy? Okay, I'm going to say physical. Check mark. Did my job that time. <laughs> it's frustrating. Um, oh. <laughs> Here's another comment. These are just things that I write down during the game, Carl. Yes. Remember yes. how bad Trey Flowers was? Yes. This is a question I'm asking myself. Yeah. I'd do anything to have him back on my team right now. It's that bad. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, this fucking Jackson guy. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, like, it's so disheartening when they, like, it's the big plays that you give up, right? It's just misconnection or whatever, and they offer 30, 40, 50 yards. Just big, big mistakes like that. 
And NFL teams are too good. The defense is... Um, it's terrifying watching. I, I feel like... Did they force a punt in the second half? I think they might have scored... I don't know. They must have... Yeah. But it's just frustrating. And you just feel like no matter what happens, the... Uh, like, we have to get lucky or else they're going to score points, basically. Like those two fumbles in week one, right? Exactly. Yep. That's exactly it. Or like a weird tip interception or something. I don't know. It's been very frustrating watching. The uh, other thing, Gino, I don't know, man. We know he's not a top 20 quarterback in the league. Everyone knows that. He has been pretty smart in the way that he has been picking guys to throw to in mm-hmm. the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. But this week, there was like a handful of times where when you float the ball across the middle and someone, a receiver has to go up to get it, you're just asking him to get his head taken off. Mm-hmm. And there was a handful of times that this happened this week. And like every time I'm just like, oh God, Lockett is going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Fuck, man, that's the worst thing. A oh, few times, man. Yeah, it's just inexperience from Gino, right? It's just he he can't make that throw. It's it's usually down the field. It's usually like on like a a post pattern or something like that down the middle, and he's under throwing but throwing it high, and it's like the worst combination of yes. things, right? Yeah, like he's so he's, he's got to come. He's back. throwing yeah, it yeah. short for the guy, but it's over his head. So the guy has to come break his pattern a little bit, and then you're just asking a safety to break your legs, man. And then you see, like, Tyler Lockett, nine receptions. DK Metcalf, five receptions. But the, it's so he had 76 yards, and Metcalf is 64. It's all short gains, short little guys. Very. I don't... I think Will Disley's had a couple longer passing plays, but they're usually just kind of like... um seems down the middle where he just gets forgotten about it's yeah. not like he's he's, he's throwing the ball no, over the top no or he's like the last option right and he just needs to get rid of the ball yeah well this he only had three receptions no offense four receptions yeah and we got to get our tight ends involved more if you want to if you want to keep gino in and give him more options <clears throat> more short options the tight end crew might be the best room in the in the on the team to be honest uh, yeah the rec- i mean the receiver with Metcalf and Lockett, I think they're both very good receivers. But, but if you can't get them the ball, right, they're not going to play to their potential. Totally. I agree, yeah. Lockett is... Um, man, ESPN's got to chill out with the ads. Man. <laughs> they're just all over the ads. And sometimes you can't find it. It ain't just your laptop's playing music. You don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> the worst. We're just talking about Lockett? Just um, like Do- a guy like that is good because he is dual threat, right? Correct. He's a small body, so if you take away fifty percent of his game, which yeah. is beating guys over the top, you take away the field from him because he can't throw. Yeah. Now his only options are to run little slant patterns, and then you get him killed. Correct. Because he weighs one hundred and forty pounds. Mm-hmm. And you're just not using him properly, right? The guy's so fast. Like Tyreek Hill, man. You just want him going, use the entire field. That's what they're made for. And we saw that so many times last year. Same with Metcalf. Same with Metcalf. You turn him one-dimensional if you can't throw the ball 20 yards down the field. 
And it, like, yeah. And then he gets more like short receptions and then more chance of turnover or something stupid, right? 100%. I don't know what the solution is. And I don't know if there's a solution. Is it just like regroup for next season? Yeah. Because, I mean, at this point, that's a pretty bad loss. Awful, awful loss. <clears throat> it's pretty bad. So <laughs> you almost go to like, where is our next win going to come from? And we have the Jets, Jets next, next week. week yeah. I mean, like, is there a line on that yet? It'd be interesting to see if uh, who's favored. Oh, sure. Sorry, not the Jets. We're in Detroit, so we play the Detroit. Lions. Detroit. I guarantee you the Lions are favored. The Lions are not that so bad. So the Lions are currently favored by six points. Yeah. I could see that. So then the rest of the year, I just think it's going to be a year where it's going to be really hard to get wins. Because we play in New Orleans. Probably a loss. Loss. Then we play against the Cardinals. Loss. At the Chargers. Loss, probably. Then we play against a, apparently the best team in the league, the New York Giants. That would be a close game. Like the second half of the, the season is not friendly. We're, right? we're, we're probably then it goes Cardinals, Bucks, Raiders, yeah. Rams, yeah. Panthers, 49ers, Chiefs, Rams. I mean, maybe the Panthers will be the weaker team, but like we're not beating anyone in our division. Currently, no. At home, it's weird for some reason. Like, for some reason, they always play better at home, but I don't know. I wouldn't be super surprised if they get a really sloppy win against the Cardinals or the 49ers mm. at home. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we're beating the Rams. The Rams' defense is just too good. Like, our defense would have to hold their offense to like 13 points for yeah, us to win. Yeah, I know. Game. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely no way. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. I think you just got to try new things. You can't be conservative in the second half because then no one's going to learn. And just keep trying new guys in new positions until something clicks. Do you think we're going to see Drew Locke this year? It's like, I mean, I don't know if it's my personal bias says I hope so. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, like, how much success is a guy going to have coming into the season? Let's say week nine, ten. Yeah, like they're not. No, they're not pulling them next week. No. <clears throat> how much success are you going to have coming in where you haven't played a football game in a year and a half, and? You're playing on a team that is one and eight, and the guys around you are really just showing up trying to not get injured. I know. Uh, like, how much success is, is Drew Locke going to be capable of having there? Not much. It's not a very good situation. So, I don't know. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's weird that to me, it's weird that they picked Gino over. True. Gino must have been obviously the better player during training camp or whatever for them to make that decision to go over like an older veteran instead of a young guy like that that they got in the trade. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't understand it. There's a lot of things. 
but Gino is in there to the game plan that Gino demands is very conservative. Mm -hmm. Very conservative. So I would get that if they had a world class defense, if they had Tampa Bay's defense, yeah, and they're trying to score thirteen points a game to win games, yeah. different sure, story. Maybe, yeah, maybe he won't turn it over as much because he's not going to throw the ball down the field. Mm -hmm. Maybe you know your you think the um, strength of your offense is running slash play action to tight ends for five, six, seven yard gains. I understand. But unfortunately, the way that the Seahawks are going to have to win football games this year because their defense can't stop anyone is they have to score 30 points. And I That's, don't think no. Geno Smith is capable of scoring 30 points in a game. No, you're 100% you're correct. Cause, I mean, 23 points from the Seahawks and Geno is not bad. Right, if we had a much better defense and held them to seventeen, whatever, we win the game. But like, if our defense is not is just letting these plays go and teams are dropping thirty plus on us, we're not winning games. No chance. Like we scored twenty three against one of the worst defenses in the league. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> Come on, what did we score against the Niners? Three, I think, or so. zero? Three. S wasn't it seven? Twenty seven? No, it was a return touchdown, right? The, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah seven. That's right. They, uh, so zero the, technically on offense. The offense scored zero. Zero points. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> make a prediction for next week, Carl. Against We're the Lions, eh? In Detroit. Fuck. And you said the Lions minus six? Lions minus six, total 50. Dude, the Lions are scoring points right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat us by 10. Thirty-one seventeen. Thirty-one sixteen, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It's bleak. <clears throat> I mean, coming into the year, we kind of knew. The anticipation was there that the season was not going to be excellent. And selfishly looking long term here this really is going to help my uh position on the season ticket wait list i think it's so, the one positive right for the year that we can take oh big positive also if you're looking to go to a seahawks game this year i'll probably be going to two or three more <clears throat> i'm going to the cardinals game you know he's wide open lamb who's that cd no was it yeah no shit it's your fault bro <laughs> oh my god, right off the fingertips. It is CD, yeah. Um, if you're going to a game, there's this app called Game Time, and there was tickets in the lower bowl mm -hmm. under 100 bucks. Wow. The morning of the game. That's pretty good. Versus crazy. like three or four days before, the cheapest you could probably get was like 160, 170. So they do go down quite a bit the night before the morning of. Pretty good. You could have gotten to the stadium for $49 US. That's incredible. For an experience like that, that's tough to beat, man. Wow. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And I think there'll just be more of the same for the rest of the year because I don't think their grid's going to get much better. Oh, let's see. What do you think I'm going to move up this year? Currently, I'm number 52,000 on the wait list. How much did you move up already? Already? What did you start off at? I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago, but it was within the last two years I was number 76,000. Hmm. So I moved up 20,000, let's say, in the last two years. 
Honestly, if the Seahawks suck, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe like around 15,000 you move up. Could be more. You think so? Do you think 20,000 in a single year? Because it's unlikely that they're going to make any big moves. And people lose interest so quick, eh? They just, if your team's not winning, they want no part of it. But a lot of the season tickets are people that don't go to games, right? Mm. <clears throat> they just they just sell all of them. Mm-hmm. And they try to make a little bit of money throughout the year. So I think once, if those people can't sell their tickets because the team isn't as good, is and no they're going to drop the price below what they're paying for them, those people are going to bail pretty quickly, I think. 25,000. Man, that'd be pretty sweet. Because if it is 25,000, that means Lucas will get tickets because he's number 22,000. Wow, that. really? Yeah, he might get pretty freaking close by the end of the year then. Weird because they don't send you an email to like late August. They're just wondering. <clears throat> and they just send you the updated number? Yeah, they just say this is there. Surprise. I hope it's in the next five years. Well, if they're as bad as this one, I think that's pretty safe. Think they're going to have a few bad years? Man. Fuck. They're, they're struggling on so many different areas. It might be a few years. Might be a few years. But like, quarterback, like you're not going to win games with a shitty quarterback. So, I mean, where do we start with there? Is Geno going to well, be a winner? Well, Tampa Bay's winning games and they have a shitty quarterback. <laughs> Not this week. But they have the best defense in the league. Correct. Their defense looks so good, man. Dude, and you, a good defense will always give you a chance in a football game. Always give you a chance. I can't argue with that. But, like, our defense has struggled for, like, the last three or four years, right? A long time. Long time. Since all those guys left, since Legion of Boom left, basically. It's just never been the same. That was such a solid crew. They were the best defense in the league, stats-wise, for like four or five years straight. Well, Isn't that insane? It's probably the best secondary of all time, right? As a, yeah. as four, a group of four. Yeah, maybe. They were so much fun to watch. And the personalities, Cam Chance, oh man, that was good times. And then you had uh, Wagner there too. Yeah. And then you had uh, Bennett down the middle, the pass rusher. There were some good dudes on that team. Those are so fun. Those, I wish I appreciated it more. You just 20, never know. Yeah. Twenty. What did they win? Twenty fourteen, I think. Because he won. got drafted in twenty twelve and then twenty fourteen, right? Twenty. I think it was twenty fourteen. Then they lost. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, but back to back Super Bowls, man. Very, very few teams that can say they've done that. Dude, and once it, it's all defense. Super Bowl champs are made by the defense. <clears throat> Consistently winning is the defense. The rest of the league this week was yes. interesting. There were so many. There was a lot of good football games, actually. Mm-hmm. And if you were to pick, like, who's the best team in the league right now? It's kind of. Oh, first of all, let's get this out of the way. Last night's game was so bad. So uh, worst football game of the last two decades. This is Denver and uh, 49ers. 49ers, that's right. So bad. So the offenses looked like three-year-old girls. Mm-hmm. It was embarrassing. Russell Wilson hasn't put up more than 20 points yet this year. Russell Wilson looked 
horrific. Horrific. And they still have absolutely no trust in him. They get the ball back right before the two-minute warning. They run. The play stops. They run again. Timeout. They run again. Timeout. Punt. Russell Wilson doesn't even get a chance to do anything. I was so silly. I don't understand that at all. They don't trust him. They don't trust him at all. If they get one first down. Yeah, it's game's over. What the fuck are they doing? Dude, and the announcers are saying like the head coach now has like someone helping him manage the game. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, that. Why would you be paying this? <clears throat> That's the highlight of the week. Isn't that crazy? That's a crazy comment. This is unbelievable, right? So in the off season, you get a new head coach. At, I mean, I assume you interview a bunch of people and you pick the person who you think is going to best lead you to wins. You just you spend, spend so much money on a, a great, shit yep. ton of money. Yeah. Getting a franchise quarterback. You have a very good defense. So and then good. two weeks into the, the season, you hire a guy that is in his late 70s to be your game That's, manager. What the fuck does that mean? Because your head coach isn't making the right calls. What the fuck does that mean, man? A game manager. You know, I mean, like, if that's not one step to firing your head coach, I don't know, I know. what the hell That's it. crazy. It's two weeks into the season, and they're hiring a guy that, I mean, has been around football for 65, 70 years, obviously. But so what the fuck? Man, I don't understand. Usually, when you're hiring a game manager, you're hiring, like, a fucking statistician. Yeah. Like, yes. um, Moneyball, that yeah. movie with Jonah Hill. Yep. Yeah. You're hiring that little guy that um, says, okay, if going for it on fourth down gives us a 65% chance of winning, kicking the field goal gives us a 45% chance we should go for it. You know, yeah. like shit like that. I'm not hiring the guy that played football when they were wearing leather helmets. Dude, where's this guy? Like in his, in his like helmet, he's like, hey, hack it. We have two timeouts left. Don't forget. Like, what is happening? He's managing the game like that? I do not get that. Crazy. I was... I thought it was a joke. Like, I thought ESPN was jo like making fun of Hackett. They kind of were. After the first two weeks, being like, Denver Broncos, yeah. hire a game manager. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, oh, they were kind of, like, joking, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have said that or whatever. It's like, what is happening in Denver? Figure it out. They are, they're probably the biggest disappointment of the year so far. So far, I would say so. Yeah. What is their, did they win two games, though? Yes. Barely. They just lost the first week against us. They're two and one, and they've looked horrible. <laughs> horrible. I think they have like a combined like 37 points this year. That's, That's three games outrageous. on offense, something crazy like that. That's outrageous. I bet in the first three games last year, the Russell Wilson probably had 95. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it was like 35, 37. Every yeah. game they're winning 33 to 30 or like a 41 point game. Yeah. Yeah. How things fucking changed. So you asked me who the best team in the league is right now? And it's probably between the Dolphins and the Eagles. <laughs> Final three and records teams. aside, but are the Eagles actually that good? I have not watched one second of Eagles football. So the thing with the Eagles is they have a great defense and they picked up a few weapons like A.G. Brown as a receiver. DeFonte Smith as a receiver. That's like kind of the second year now just picking it up. But the biggest thing is Jalen Hurts. He is stepping up so big and it's, cha it's changed the way they look completely. His numbers are sick. He's year three? I four, believe. Three? Something like I believe that. he's year three. Because last year, he finally got a chance halfway through the season to start playing. And he, they were okay. But they started like piecing things together near the end of the year. 
I think they had like four or five wins at the end of the season. But yeah, he's been playing fantastic. Do you think he is a quarterback that is going to be a top five guy? <clears throat> Do you think he's a top five guy now? Right now in this league after week three? Yes. You think he's top five in the league? Yes. Really? Is that good? He's just so good on his feet, man, and he's making throws. When I think of top five, I think Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, I think the... Uh, uh, Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen. So, Do you think Hurts is better than uh, Lamar Jackson right now? If you asked me this last year, fuck, it's so hard because Lamar Jackson's playing out of his mind too right now. I would, I would but, still give the edge a little bit to Lamar Jackson, but they're so similar. Didn't Lamar Jackson have like an MVP season last year too? No, the season before. The season before. He had a little bit of an off season last year. Fuck, that's such a, that's such a good comparison. But I, I, put Lamar very, Jackson very three. Similar? Yeah. And then maybe Jalen Hurts four. Four or five. Really? The Hurts higher than Aaron Rodgers. It's just their team isn't good. Aaron Rodgers has no one to throw. Aaron Rodgers is the better player, but as a quarterback right now, he has no option, no receivers. He just beat the best defense in the league. Was it 14 to 12? That was a weird game. He does have a very good defense, though. Yeah. And once again, you always have a chance to win with a defense. It always comes back to that, eh, Denny? I'm okay right now still. Yes, please. Just a little bit. Let's do it. You like Japan? Uh, Let's leave Japan. Let's go to Ireland or Scotland. <laughs> that was a safe second country. Cheers. Cheers, brother. When you ask me the best team in the league, I still think the Buffalo Bills. No, obviously I agree with you. One week doesn't change everything. It was a strange game, though. And you know what? Actually, next week will tell us if the Bills are as good as we think. Because they play, I think they play in Baltimore. Mm. That will be a lot of fun. They play. I don't know how to tell where it is. <laughs> Interesting. The Ravens are favored by three. Against the Bills. Interesting. That's, I don't know if I agree with that. The Ravens do look pretty good, though. Mm -hmm. And their only loss was to Miami last week in like a weird second half shootout. Yep. They put up a lot of points. Like Lamar played pretty good. Yep. Just uh, what did they give up? Like 42 points or something. Lamar has a great tight end, Mark, Mark Andrews. 
playing out of his mind. He they got they picked up a new wide receiver, Marquise Brown, I believe, or he came back from injury, but he's been playing good. And they just got their uh, running back back from injury from twenty months, J.K. Dobbins. So I think they're probably top four team for sure. Do you know currently who is the third leading rusher in the NFL? The third leading rusher is this a trick question? Fuck, Corderell Patterson. Lamar Jackson. Is it Lamar Jackson? <laughs> wow. They showed something today. Uh, he's third or fourth. He was in the top five for sure. Yeah. It's funny. C- Corderell is probably up there. I guess. Like, is he a receiver or is he a running dude, back? I don't so understand. it's so weird. He was a receiver like three years ago. Last year, he made the move to running back and he's been killing it ever since. They And like, he kind of progressed like he was like a running back who would be catch, catch more. But now, like last game against Seattle, they had zero targets. It was all running. He had 141 rushing yards. Yeah. On 17 attempts, I believe. It's so weird. It is a... Yeah, it is weird. You wouldn't think, like, a guy with that stature would be a good running back just because of how... You get hit so much. And wide receivers, you're not getting hit. You want to beat your guy. It's pure speed, right? Yeah. And agility. And then you have to learn how to take contact. It's it's impressive, man. It also looks weird seeing a guy wearing an 80s number. Yeah, that's Running, true. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually running backs are like in the 30s or 20s or single digit or something. This guy's wearing 84 or something running as a running back. Dude, he's doing his thing, man. Atlanta would be so bad without him. So bad. Pitts played really good, too. I think he was... Was he coming off an injury or... or uh, I think... Before the game, the commentators were saying Atlanta really wants to use him more. Something so, like that. Kyle Pitts is a monster. The first two weeks, he had like two or three targets. Okay. For some reason, the Falcons are, tar- are targeting him. They got called out, and then the, the coach was like, This ain't fantasy. This is real football. We're trying to get wins, but they're not winning. So, that was like the but whole they're thing. They're 0 2. Yeah. They're 0 2. <laughs> and now, week three, he had eight, eight or nine targets. And he's a beast, he man. Had, he had five receptions, eight targets. Yeah. He's a beast. Tight ends, man. They changed the game. So we should be seeing more of that, honestly. Mariota can find him. Mariota. I'm pretty sure he was, what's this called? <clears throat> Titans before. I think he got drafted by the Titans. Speaking um, of the Titans, they had a pretty good game this week. Are they 2-1? and one? Yeah, they had a big turn. They beat Vegas, who's 3-0 uh, and o- or 0-3 and now. They're one of the That's a big surprise. Big surprise. Because Vegas spent a lot of money, they picked up Devontae Adams, but they are not getting any wins. Their uh, record, their roster is too good to be on three. And they, like they've had winnable games too, right? Yep. Yeah, the, a few close games. So they, them and the Texans are the only ones who haven't won a game, but the Texans have a draw, so they get a point. Whatever the fuck that is. They lost the Chargers. They've had a decent. Hard start to the year, but if you go own three in this stretch, you're probably not a contender, no, right? No. Whereas coming into the year, people thought the Raiders were going to be a contender. They lost the Chargers, they lost the Cardinals, and the Titans. So, three teams yeah. to me that are not in the top five teams in the league, but probably somewhere between like eight and 15. Yeah, those three teams, right? I actually agree. The middle of the pack, yeah. And then they play the Broncos next week. Man, That's going to be interesting. They play the Broncos, 
who randomly are squeaking out wins and look horrific. And then they play at the Chiefs. So, Do they have this hardest schedule in the league? They could go on 5 to start. After like people talking about them as like an AFC conference, like a uh, making the AFC championship game. But I feel like people talk about them every year and they always every fucking year. disappoint. Always disappoint. I know. Not as bad as the Dallas Cowboys, how bad they disappoint, but still bad. Bad. Did you watch the uh, Miami game at all? I watched maybe like a quarter of it. Do you see Tua get he, up, stumble, so it, get taken off the field and come back? It was That was so weird because it was not a hard push. He just kind of let his whole body go back and he bounces the back of his head off the, the ground. Yeah. And he gets up and just takes a huge stumble. But he passed all his concussion protocols. I don't know how real that is or accurate, but he his legs were given out. I laughed so hard at this shit, right? Like, there's obviously a um, desire as a player to go back in the game. There's obviously a desire as a physician for a team to let yeah. your starting quarterback go back in the game. I laughed so hard when the entire headline yesterday and today on NFL Network on any highlight show is the NFL has launched an investigation into Tua coming back into the game and the whether or not the concussion protocols were handled correctly. The damage is what done. What the fuck yeah. are they going to do? Yeah, it's over. They're yeah. they're announcing it like it's like a murder trial and like the Miami Dolphins are going to be locked up yeah. in a jail cell for 15 years. You know, FBI interrogators going through the whole team. Yeah. What are they going to what's know. what is literally the worst thing that could happen? Maybe the team get five fine 10 grand and the owner's like I don't give a fuck we won that football game. They're going to talk to the guy who cleared him. He's going to be like, "Yeah, his eyes are moving great and this is all I did." End of story. We move on because everyone wants to see the 3-0 Dolphins into a play. Exactly. Mhm. It's a weird thing in sports, right? This is this is a sport that is unlike any other in that there are protocol. I mean, I just everything about who I am hates the word protocol. Rigid, I, strict. I, yeah. I get I get fired up when someone uses the word protocol to back up their opinion because it doesn't fucking mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. So oh, that's the COVID protocol. Someone just made what it. What the up. fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It's made, yeah. Anyway, with this concussion protocol, I get that they're trying to keep players safe. But when the player is like, yeah, I'm good, man. It's over, yeah. Like, it's, such a, it's such a crazy thing with your brain. Yeah, your brain rattles against your skull and like you have a headache. But like if the player comes in and he's like, I don't have a headache, I feel great. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to go back to the game now and play. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? This is not a physical thing. It's not like your arm's broken. Exactly. You can see it. You, can, you can't use it, right? Exactly. And once that decision is made and once he's back on the field, it's over. All discussion should be over because that's where the danger can happen. And then, like, the NFL investigation thing, man, every time I heard it, I watched some highlights last night and everyone was talking about the investigation. Then, like, I woke up and had a coffee this morning. I put put on the NFL channel, yeah. and all they're talking about is this investigation that's going to happen. What the fuck are they going to do? <laughs> it's so dumb. Nothing. We're going to see him next week. He's going to play next week. I think they have a... Who do they... They play the Bills? No. Who do they play? No. The, uh, no sorry. They just lost the yeah. Bills. Or they beat, beat the Bills. 
they play. Oh, they play the Bengals on on Thursday night. That yep. actually could be yep. an interesting game because yep. the Bengals are now one and two. Correct. Coming they, off a win. Coming off a win, they made the Super Bowl last year, and they've underperformed. They want to get back to winning football games. Yeah. And Tua may or may not be a hundred percent. How do you? We talked about Jalen Hurts. How do you feel about Tua? Where would you put him? He's a quarterback in the league right now. Probably top 12. 12? Top 10 to 12, somewhere in that range. Do you think he can? he's going to be a good quarterback in this league? For a long period of time? Do you think he'll be like a top five guy for like three or four years maybe? No. No? Okay. I don't think he's top five yet. No. So if he's going to be top five for three or four years, he has to make it there first. Yeah. It's so tough because they've been so shit for the last few years, right? And they finally have some weapons and he's making some noise, but you still got to give him a chance and see how it goes. His numbers have been pretty good. They're three now. Is it their defense that is... Or are they, they just putting up a lot of points? They've been putting up a lot of points. You hear like a six touchdown, 400-yard game, right? Totally. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I don't know what the... And they've beat talking. a couple good teams, right? When you have a, when you have a, a fourth quarter comeback... And what did he, I think that he had threw three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I think so. Against the Chiefs. They beat some good teams, man. No. The uh, uh, Ravens. Ravens. Before. Yeah, yeah. The, game the Ravens. Yeah. They beat a couple of really good teams in a row. So I think you, when you win one football game, it's not always like, oh, this team's going to win the Super Bowl now. Mm-hmm. But if you're beating a couple, like, big name, top five teams in the league back to back, it's pretty impressive. Yep. I'd like to watch more um, Dolphins football next week, maybe. Have the Dolphins. Oh, Thursday night. It's awesome on Thursday night. We talked about this. I've talked about this before, but like Sunday morning needs to change. They need to spread out the games better. Too many 10 There's o'clock games? Too many games. Yeah, yeah. There was like four or five really good football games that I wanted to watch on, on Sunday morning. Yeah. And you can't have them all on TV at the same time. And then it slows down so much, right? By the time the five o'clock game is just one like, yeah. Totally. They should split it up. It would be so good if they had like, let's say two Sunday night games and one starts at four o'clock and one starts at like 545. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then the afternoon, I think only has three games next week. So you could put one or two in the afternoon, but the morning yeah. is like eight or nine games. Why do they do that? I feel like how many people are watching football at 10 a.m.? Well, I think a, a lot of the 10 a.m. games are in Eastern so cities. It's like so they, they're yeah. actually kicking off at one, but that's like the common time to kick off is 1 p.m. or one, yeah, one o'clock. Right. And it's just we get to watch the Eastern games at one, but why not put a couple more of those at, at, like one o'clock our time, so four o'clock their more time. Western teams, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, more football games throughout the day is always better, especially on like Canadian fucking TV. How many channels do we get? We have like two choices usually, right? They're showing two. Would it be bad to have a Saturday night game? Oh. Like, think about this: one Thursday night game, because the Thursday night game sucks for the players, and I get that. So yeah. putting more Thursday night games doesn't really make sense for them. Yeah. So one Thursday night game, then two games on Saturday night. The Saturday is just the college football. Fuck it. Okay, I say fuck it too. I don't give a shit about college football. Heard it here first. Two games on Saturday night. 
then like five Sunday at 10 a.m., mm-hmm. then like four Sunday at 1 p.m., yeah. then two Sunday nights, and then one Monday night. Instead of just having 14 games at 10? There's too many games at 10. Like, look at next week. These are the games that I would like to be paying attention to at 10 a.m. The Seahawks play the Lions at 10 a.m. Oh, you know what's actually kind of nice next week is we get a 6.30 a.m. game. Because there's a London game, Minnesota and, and New Orleans oh. are in London. But at that time, so I would like to pay attention to the uh, Titans-Colts game. I would like to watch every second of the Bills-Ravens game. Yeah. But that's at the same time as the Seahawks game. You and just, then... You need more TVs. I, that's why I said to Jordan. I was like, we got to get three more TVs down here <laughs> in the basement. Can you imagine? <laughs> I like it. Just have a couple small ones on the yeah, side. Yeah, nothing yeah. much. Yeah, nothing. They're hanging up. You pull them out when you need them. Just no get the Costco deal. specials, right? Yeah. <laughs> three for one, yeah. Uh, what else? Okay, so maybe there's three that I want to pay attention to. But that's so hard. But then at one o'clock, there's only three games. And I'd say two of them I want to pay attention to. The Broncos and Raiders game and the Patriots-Packers game. And then the Sunday night game is going to be lights out. Can't wait to see Tom Brady lose again in primetime. Why do you want to watch the Colts game? Titans-Colts? Yeah. Because I think they're both teams that should have a better record than they have. Okay, I agree. And I think it could be a really competitive close game. Because the Colts are good. They're just They won last week, right? They're both 1-2. and two. You're supposed to have good teams, man. They're just, the Colts are supposed to have one of the best defenses in the league, but just mm-hmm. not clicking. So yeah, the AFC is come good, together. It's very good, very good. It's hard to win games in the AFC, especially unless you're the Jags, dude. Number one in the AFC South. Yeah, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> but like the Raiders are a perfect example. They've played three solid AFC teams, mm-hmm. and they've lost their own three, right? Right, right. Uh, yeah. Can you talk to me about the Jags? Because I haven't watched one second of Jags football. You yeah. know what? I would like to watch the Jags Eagles game. Surprisingly, That's right? This week, Jags Eagles. So the thing Eagles the, are three and zero. Jags are two and one. Yep. Yeah. So Jags are good. James Robinson came back as a running back from. Uh, he tore his Achilles last year. Now he's back playing out of his mind. Trevor Lawrence is playing really, really well, and he's getting a lot of help from the O line. So they're letting their offense go, man, and it's been, they've looked pretty good. They lost to Washington Week One, which is which is a bit alarming. Yeah. And then they've blown out the Colts and the Chargers. But then, like, the Commanders have had some... Who do they beat? Like, I don't think are, the Commanders are the worst team in the league either. Like, aren't they normally, one and two? Yeah, one, and one two. and two. Carson I, Wentz I is the QB. Antonio Gibson. Terry McLaurin. They lost to the Lions, then they got pounded by the Eagles. But then, like, the Lions are much better than they're no, they normally are. You think so? Jared Goof, man. He's going off right now. Jared Goff sucks. I think... It's so shitty. I know. It's still so early in the season. But this, is, this is fun to see. It is fun. Every week is a new adventure in the NFL. It's wild. It's so hard to pick games in the NFL. It's so hard. There cannot be another sport that is even close to that. No. Even so, straight up games, man. Yeah. Let alone against the spread. Yep. Like, uh, what does it say? Those bills are by three now. They just changed it. They just changed it? 
Because you said six or no. Well, I looked before and it said Bills plus three. That means the Bills are not favored. Maybe someone but fucked up. Now it says Bills minus three and a half. I can't see them being like not not favored. You know? Maybe they just maybe it's a typo. Those Vegas algorithms, dude. The Packers are favored by ten and a half. Oh, what's his name? Mac Jones got hurt. Yes. So so he's not even big. playing. So maybe that game will be shitty. But like, look at most of the spreads. Two and a half, two, two and a half, three and a half, three, three and a half, two, three yep. and a half, two and a half. They're so close. It can go either way. All these games, man. The Bengals are favored on Thursday night by three and a half over the Dolphins. Interesting. Really? That's what the score apps currently says. I'm going to start getting into gambling, dude. You don't gamble? No. I get enough shit to worry about. (laughs) But it's still early in the season. Like, fuck, are the Dolphins going to go undefeated? No way. I mean, I can't see that happening. No. Do you think the Giants are going to go undefeated? Easily, dude. (laughs) <laughs> the Giants are going to fucking lose right now. 6-3 <laughs> halftime right now in a Monday night game. Uh, it's funny that... Good, clean, fun. It's funny that this season, more than ever, feels like the, the league is divided in half. Like, there's half teams that, like, if they make the AFC-NFC championship, I wouldn't be super surprised. That's a great And point. then there's another half that I wouldn't be surprised if they go 2-16. and 16. <laughs> And I would put both the Cowboys and the Giants yeah. into that category. Yeah, 16, eh? But the Giants are 2 0. <laughs> yeah. Who do they play? They haven't played good teams, though. Like I your schedule, know. it depends so much yeah. on your strength of schedule, too, eh? So much. More than more than any other league, eh? Like there's no way the Giants are better than the Raiders. They're 2 0. No, two, com- two no comment. They're 2 0. They're 2 0. Who did they beat? They beat the Titans and they beat the Panthers. So the Panthers are terrible. And the Titans, and the are, Titans struggling. are struggling hard. And they're currently down 6-3. But then they play the Bears, which is a bad football team. Yeah. And then they have a few tougher games in a row. Packers, We're, Ravens, Jags. The Titans just need to wait till it starts snowing and then Derrick Henry can go off. The Titans? Yeah. No one wants to tackle him in the second half in the cold, dude. I don't think anyone wants to tackle him regardless of the weather. <laughs> no but if it's minus 10 outside yeah it probably doesn't make things better but it's like Tennessee lost AJ Brown right so their number one receiver who went to Philadelphia now mm. which is huge and then they picked uh, they picked up Robert Woods who was a second receiver for the LA that's Rams that's right but he's old and he's just not he got injured badly at the end of the year last year too yeah. right he didn't he probably like halfway through he didn't play yeah is he playing he's playing right now yeah does he look okay or no not really pretty pr- very average for number one wide receiver. He's their number one. Yeah. Hmm. So if Derrick Henry doesn't get going, it's a struggle for them in the entire game. Because now Tannehill is fucking Tannehill's, forced to throw to... Tannehill's awful. Yeah, that's exactly right. And man, like depending on your running back is a tough situation to be in. He goes down with whatever and it's over. Your entire game plan changes. <clears throat> A good defense beats a good running back 100% of the time. Correct. Yep. A good quarterback beats a good defense quite often. 
right? That's interesting. The running back position, everyone thinks it's so important, but if you have a decent offensive line, you can sub in a mediocre running back and you're totally fine. Because as a running back, you kind of have to take what's given to you, right? Whereas if you're getting hit every single time, every single play at the line of scrimmage, yeah, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. But what's his name? Corderell? Corderell Patterson, baby. Corderell wasn't getting touched until eight yards down the field every fucking time he touched the football this week. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to look like a superstar. <laughs> yeah, apparently against the Seahawks, just run to the sideline. They don't know what to do. I just uh, don't think they have a lot of good players. I think I said something to Jordan this weekend. I'm like, we just don't have good players. Like, it, It's just simple. We like, have, like... Two or three guys that on other teams would be good players, right? Well, that's because they have a supporting cast to let them be good players, right? Football, you depend on each other so much. It's just one of those sports. Like, if your quarterback sucks, can't get you the ball, then what are you going to do? If you're running back, your fucking line doesn't do anything for you, then you're stuck. Like, Le- Le'Veon Bell went to the Jets, right? <laughs> His career ended after being one of the best running backs for the Steelers for so long. He was really, yeah, exactly. Running back... One dude, one hundred percent most overrated position. I agree. I agree. Hundred percent. Because man, if you have a good offensive line, it doesn't matter. Like a receiver can play running back. I'm I'm just making a joke with Cordell because he actually is quite athletic and very good <laughs> at football. But like you can sub in anyone. Yeah. And yes, like your reads and cuts and agility make a lot of difference. Yeah. But again, if you're not getting touched till three yards down the field, it's so different. Because like, okay, one-on-one, you might have a greater chance to break a tackle. But if it's two, three guys all over, it doesn't matter. It makes no difference. No one is strong that strong. NFL is the best. The best. I look forward to parking my ass on the couch next week and watching more football. Honestly, I'm pumped that they're going to Europe solely because there's different times of games and you can watch more football. More football, yeah. <laughs> so you're just going to wake up earlier now, right? 100,000%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, this Sunday I woke up at like 7, went for a run, worked for an hour, and then watched football. Yep. Next Sunday, I'm waking up at 4, doing the same thing, right? Yep. But I got to wake up early. And you Because I want to st- watch football. It's no, so good. it's so good. I can't blame you. And you said the morning game was the Vikings versus... Saints, I think. So, yeah, you did say the Saints. In London. So is this considered a primetime game for Kirk Cousins, or what are we going to see here? Uh, Vikings and Vikings, Saints. Dude, it's the, interesting, because the Vikings are 2-1. Dude, the Vikings are a fucking good team. Really? You think they're good? Yeah, I do. They have so many weapons. I think Kirk Cousins is subpar. I don't think he's a good quarterback. So you just think they're on a really good football team? Dude, he has like the top, like he's got Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, right? Got Dalvin Cook as your running back. What's your excuse? They... Looks like their defense is pretty solid. They gave up seven points against the Packers. Uh, lost to the Eagles. That was 100% Kirk Cousins' fault. Was it? Yeah. Awful game. And then they beat Detroit. I don't know. They're another team that I have not watched one second of. So I look forward to watching them at 6.30 a.m. on Sunday morning. And then New Orleans is a weird team because they've been so good forever. Our entire lives they've been good. And What's now, their QB's name now? Uh, James Winston. Winston, yeah. What's he look like? 
he's still throwing a crazy amount of picks. Mm-hmm. And he's got five picks over the last two games. Not a winning formula. And then Alvin Kamara starting to slow down. Fans are getting older. Like anyone does, man. Yep. He's getting older. And he, he's not a big dude to no. begin with, right? And he's been like the number one RB for so long, right? For so long. He was like the best fantasy player like three years ago. But now it's like you got your backup QB. You're not creating so many opportunities on offense because he's a great receiving running back too, right? So now your entire game plan changes. Who's the best fantasy player right now? Whew. That is a great question. Maybe Lamar Jackson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see who has the most I mean, points this year. Yeah. Because it's usually quarterbacks put up the most, right? Let's see. Lamar's probably up there because if he's the fourth leading rusher in the league. <laughs> Throw in some touchdowns, right? Totally, yeah. Let's see. It is mind-blowing to me. You know what? Actually, this year I'm getting more into like watching other teams other than the Seahawks, so yep. I'm understanding a bit more. But yeah. it's wild yeah. how much time and effort male humans in North America spend on fantasy football every week. I don't understand why it's so addictive. I don't give a shit about basketball fantasy. Once I start NFL, I just don't care about NBA. But the NFL, I'm like researching, trying to pick guys off waivers all the time. Because it, it, like a lot of the games come down and they're so close. So you're sitting in front of the TV on a Monday night game, hoping your defense gets this last stop or whatever. And it makes everything so much more fun. I, wanna, I want a championship off of a stat change on the following Tuesday. <laughs> How crazy is that? I lost the championship wild. by a quarter of a point and I got one point off a stat change and I won the championship. How many years ago is that? Uh, three years ago. What did you win for your victory in your league? Oh, just fucking straight bragging rights, dude. That's it? Our league, we've been going on for 17 years now. So it's high, we started in high school. 17? 17 years, yeah. I don't know if you guys listening picked up on the absolute thrill and passion that Carl just explained <laughs> in, in announcing that he won his fantasy football league. And I'm guessing there's like, what, 10 or 12 guys? 12 in the guys, league? yeah. There's 12 guys in the league. Carl had won a championship three years ago. And he will never forget that moment for the Be- rest of his because life. Because we have two guys in our league who have never won. And those guys just get destroyed nonstop <laughs> and get reminded forever. And it's hard to win. Between 12 guys, so much has to go right. It's crazy. Injuries make such a big difference, right? You yep. First pick in the draft, you're picking whoever right who gets the most points quarterbacks or so usually the top five picks are probably most are running backs running backs all running backs and then the first wide receiver is cooper cooper cup right he's probably seven or six or seven but they get more points per week than a quarterback they just get more touches and i think that's what people count on because a receiver what you get seven to nine receptions some of these running backs are getting 20 plus touches a game but why aren't they picking qbs in the round one because uh, a lot of QBs are super close. So it's, there's a lot of good QBs in the league. Guys go off more than having a consistent running back who gets 20 plus touches a game for you. Gotcha. We were talking about who... So yeah, Lamar Jackson's number one. Josh Allen, Hurts, Mahomes. So it's all quarterbacks. And then the first player, I guess, is, is Nick Chubb, who's been absolutely killing it. What are the Browns? Two and one? Two and one. It's crazy that there's only two undefeated teams. 
I'm assuming that the Giants lose tonight, but if they win, there's three undefeated teams. And then there's only two teams that haven't won a game. Yeah. I've never seen that before. The spread is so crazy this year in the NFL. Teams like just don't show up. They just go off. It's all over the place. I've never seen that before, though. Usually there's like three or four teams that start like 0-5, 0-6. Yeah. And this year there's only two or three that are 0-3. So I think I think the one thing I know oh, one of them is the Raiders. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like the first three weeks, uh, the teams are just not scoring as many points as they normally do. Mm-hmm. Like last year, so many teams started off so hot. Yep. And now this year, it's the fucking battle of the defenses. You see, like eleven ten, right? The fucking yesterday's game. There's some fourteen twelve, right? That was the Packers game. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's. Uh, I don't. Is the league getting more diverse, or is is it just an anomaly? I think I think it's an anomaly because usually it's the opposite that it happens because it takes defenses a while to learn everyone's totally. plays. But now the opposite is happening. Offenses can't get it clicking. So I don't know what it is. It's crazy how athletic these dudes are, man. Oh, Saquon Barkley, man. It's finally nice to see him on the field after three years. A bunch of injuries, right? Yeah. Like early season stuff just tears out for the season. Last two years. Is he a top three running back? I just, with his injury rate, it just, he hasn't proven it. Athletically, yeah, he has the gifts to be there. It's just injuries, man. Running backs, good running backs don't get injured. Fair. <clears throat> I was reading some comments in uh, some Instagram posts from some Seahawks accounts. Yeah. And a lot are saying, let's go get a quarterback next year in the draft. Yeah. And the number one guy apparently is the Alabama guy. Mm. Can't remember his name. Lance something. Okay. I don't know anything about college football. And apparently everyone is pretty excited about this guy. Really? Lance Young? Is that it? Steve Young's brother? Alabama quarterback. I don't think he's related to Steve Young because Steve Young is like the whitest guy in the world. And this guy's not white. <laughs> and do you say Steve Young's brother? Who? Steve Young's like 60. Sorry, not Steve Young. <laughs> Who was a Tennessee quarterback that was super good in college, didn't do much in the NFL, number eight. His last name was Young. Oh, Vince Young. Vince Young, that's right. Sorry, yeah. I got my uh, His name is Bryce Young. Bryce Young is the quarterback of the Alabama, uh, Alabama team. He won the Heisman last year. There we go. I didn't declare for the draft, eh? Want to go back and play one more? Yeah. Oh, that guy's just living life in college, eh? Oh, my God. He's 21 years old. Could you imagine if the Seahawks get the number one pick and get Bryce Young? I'm right oh, back into it. baby. He'll have some weapons We're right ordering after that. all the jerseys. Yes, yes. We're getting green, white, gray, and blue. Just hang them up, hang them up everywhere. Could be a rough year. You know what is not going to be rough this podcast because we're going to have a hell of a time every Monday night just shooting the shit, talking about how shitty commentators are, how shitty some teams are like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, (laughs) and how much fun the NFL is every single week. And I love it. Mm -hmm. It's the best. Seahawks will always be our priority, but it's a rebuild of the year. Everybody knows that. 
We'll cover them, but I say we just enjoy the rest of the NFL for what it is. I'd love to have more to say about the I know. Seahawks. There just is not a lot. I know. It's uh it's rough. Literally, our best player on our team goes out for the season week one. That's I it just feels like that is the definition of what twenty twenty two is gonna be for the Seattle Seahawks yeah. right there. Yeah. I think that's why the Jags are good right now. I think they turned some of those picks into players and here we are. The NFL is so much about draft picks, and it's so much more than other leagues, Yeah. right? Because yeah. there's, first of all, there's a shit ton of guys on your roster, right? Yeah. There's 53 guys on your playing roster, and then you have a big chunk on practice squad. But there's so many injuries. <laughs> Correct. Oh, that was almost a pick six. I feel like young guys get, like, versus any other sport, they get more of a burn in the NFL. Because like injuries, guys just get worn out. They need it's help. It's a young league. Yes, man. it is. It it's is such a young, a league. young league. Look at the secondary for the Seattle Seahawks. We have two rookies starting. We have a guy that's like second or third year, and then yep. we have Quandre, who's like a a vet, and he's been in the league what six years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a young league. You lose your agility, right? You get injured. You lose your step, and you're you're not the player you used to be anymore. And it doesn't take much. These guys are so fast, right? No other sport has this, inju- this injury rate, no, though, right? No. Like, you can, like, there's, like, certain players where, like, you can, like, pick out specific plays that have ended their career, which is fucking crazy. There's nothing like that, like you said. How many good players have gone through a career without, like, a season-ending injury? Extremely few. Just quarterbacks, maybe, right? But not even many, right? No. Like Aaron Rodgers has broken his collarbone. He yep. was out for most of the year. Tom Brady uh, tore his ACL or something. He got hit in the knee one year. He was out for the year. He has this huge brace in hell. Yeah. Yeah. This shit stays with you. What's his name? Uh, Peyton Manning was out for the year one year. I can't remember what he did. It was like a neck injury or something I weird so. like that. It was so. upper body. Um, honestly, Russell Wilson is one of the only guys I can think of that hasn't had like a long no season injury. Just last year, the freak broken finger, right? But it's not yeah, but that was major. only like four weeks yeah, or something. It wasn't. It wasn't the whole season, and maybe that's the only position that happens. Seems like O line guys often they'll play eighteen games, and that is a hilarious position. That literally every week you just get hit with a two by four. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times all over your body, yeah. and you're expected to just continue. How much respect do you have for those guys, man? They just, go from what a zero to a hundred percent every every play. Yeah, and like they don't win MVPs, they don't get awards. You don't know. Nobody them. even knows their name. They don't have stats. They don't get endorsements, right? Yeah. yeah. Like think about all the shit that a QB gets. Yeah. Even a shit QB. Like in Tennessee, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say Tannehill is the fucking face of the franchise other than Henry. But like it is what it is. And he's probably doing 10 to $20 million worth of income in endorsements a year. Yeah. The offensive line guy, man, he's probably cold calling. Yeah. He's like, hey, uh, Mr. Mike's in my town. Like, can we do a commercial together? I, Who are I'd be you? Happy to <laughs> yeah. Like, what's your name? My name is... Uh, Travis Williams. Like, why would I have you on my commercial? He's like, well, I play for the Tennessee Titans. I'm the starting right guard. He's like, you are? Guard? He's like, I, I've watched every Basketball? game of Tennessee Titans football for the last two years, and I have not seen you one time. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird sport. It's uh, Gary Vee made this comment. Football is so strange in that everyone is covering the most valuable asset yeah. that they have as a, as a brand, right? If you're building a business, your personal brand means more than actual, than what your actual business is doing. Right. And as a football player, your business is like your body and what you're capable of on the field, mm-hmm. but your brand is you, your face, your personality. Yeah. And in football, you're covering your, your, your brand. That's a big thing. It's so strange. That's why no one is as marketable as like NBA players. Because you can go to the gym, go to the arena, get front court tickets, probably talk to them. They're three feet away from you wearing no nothing, right? NBA is huge. There's only five guys on the court, which makes a difference, True. right? Yes. In the NFL, there during a game, there's probably 35, 40 guys, maybe more. Maybe more than 40 guys that are on the field at any time. In the NBA, there's seven or eight yeah. that actually go onto the court. And they all do the same thing. There's no like weird ass positions, right? They all get a chance to touch the ball, yeah, to score, to shoot, whatever. That's a sack right there, baby. All right, we're gonna watch the end of this Monday night game. Hope you guys had a phenomenal week three of the NFL 2022. The league is all over the place, and I love every single thing about it. It's awesome. We're gonna have a very, very, very fun season, and I look forward to. Uh, Hearing Carl throw more stats at me and talking about fantasy because I don't understand the power. We'll get you there. We'll get you.